The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there. Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? And you may hear something slightly different on the podcast this week because I'm actually recording this outside. And you know why? <laughs> because I have been cooped up in the garage kind of recording studio I have for way too long. And it's actually sunny here in Northern Ireland. So forgive the little birdies tweeting and cars driving past and all that sort of stuff. So... I just had to get out into the fresh air. Can you believe it? The season's just around the corner. Oh, man, I am all sorts of excited. I just, uh, we'll get into that. (laughs) This week's podcast, it's going to be a pretty interesting one. For those of you who managed to catch all of our coverage over on our Facebook page, everything from the Police Scotland Fife concert there in Aberdeen this past weekend, it was incredible. We're going to be talking all about that later on in the podcast. We'll get to that, so don't worry. But... Yeah, let's first of all, before we get into things, give a shout out to our patrons. Those people who clicked on that support button, thank you so much. Shout out goes to Lone Star Piper, TwistedThistle.com, and of course, Brandon Moreno. You guys are awesome! Yes, thank you so much for hitting that button. And yeah, your support is very much appreciated. If you are wanting to help support us on the Rap Show podcast, you can do. Go to our Patreon page and you can click on that support link. And there are little bits of extra content and stuff up there where you can go and enjoy if you are a Patreon supporter. Right, time to fly on. Let's get into things. We do kick off each podcast with a bit of listener mail. And this week is no different. Starting off with an email I got from David Watson. He's pipe major of Williamwood Pipe Band. So, yeah, shout out to David. What about you? He says, Hi, Rap. I hope I'm not too late for this week's podcast. We've just launched a fundraiser that we think would be right up your listeners' streets. Ooh, there you go. So, no, you're not too late, David. You're just in time. So, let's get into it. He says, uh, This season... <clears throat> We will be running the Grade 1 Championship Prediction League. Oh, that sounds interesting. And there are more than bragging rights at stake. This is an opportunity to turn your knowledge of the top grade into cold, hard cash. Interesting. Okay. So the premise is simple. You send in your prediction of the top six in Grade 1 at each of the five RSPBA major championships and score points on how accurate your predictions are. Oh, okay. Right, so each of the five majors, if you predict the top, the top six, and you get, you know, points. So you get three points if you get the band and the placing right. So one point if the band is in the top six, but in a different place. And zero points if you're predicted band. Okay, so he goes into how the whole point system works and breaks it all down as, you know, what you can get and points-wise. So... Right, cut a long story short, he says, at the end of the season, the people in first, second and third place will take home a cash prize. Nice. So, there's also a prize up for grabs for the person who can most accurately predict the combined total points 
of all the Champion of Champions winning bands and drum corps. Entries for this will cost £10 and the prize fund will be determined by the number of entries they receive. So basically, the more people who enter, the more there is to win. So, yeah, I don't know about you, but after a season of paying beer tent prizes to boost the bank account, will always be welcome. So for those listening to the podcast, he says here, for listeners outside the UK, entries would be uh, cost approximately 12 euros, 15 US dollars or 20 Australian. Uh, but if there's anywhere else in the, the world, certainly don't be put off. The band would love to hear from you. So from anyone interested to enter this competition, you should get in touch with the band via email. That's williamwoodpipebands at gmail.com or through the Facebook page, of course, there at Williamwood. And uh, they provide a full copy of the rules and everything for... Yeah, for your perusal. Do you know what? That's fascinating, David. I, yeah, if anything, I'm sure us on the Rab Show, we could take part in that. <laughs> but yeah, if we were to win a prize, don't worry, we would possibly donate that to charity or something like that. So, awesome. That's fantastic, David. That's a really clever idea, actually. So, yeah, shout out to William Woodpipe Bands <clears throat> doing something pretty awesome for people to debate in the beer tent. I'm sure all everyone talking about their predictions. Don't worry. I know a lot of people are actually talking about our predictions show and when's it coming, when's your big season preview. Don't worry, it's coming, it's around the corner. We're going to break the season down and go into what the Big Rab Show predicts for 2018. We're actually putting a lot of research into this, by the way. The team are working hard. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> let's fly on. We've got more listener mail. And uh, let me see. I'm literally... Uh, let me see. Ah, see, this is when you happen when you record things live outside. Okay, here's an email from Michael and Erica, and he says, "What an experience! Uh, I am cel- I am relaxing and celebrating with my amazing wife in a simple apartment on our last night in downtown Las Vegas, reflecting on being part of a band that began in 1937, the Utah Pipe Band. Awesome! There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. So he started learning pipes a little over a year ago, and he had his first competition experience with Las Vegas just there at the weekend. So I can't imagine a better beginning to this journey of pipes and drums. Now he sees what all the fuss is about. There you go. (laughs) Apparently he only started playing when he was 33. There you go. So, hey, Michael, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. And, uh, yeah, he gives a shout-out to the Chanter Rant podcast as well. Now, yeah, thanks, Michael. I have to say, see podcasts this past week? I've been under pressure. Yeah, been under a lot of pressure because podcasts this week have been incredibly strong. Yeah, what I'm saying is all of my favourite podcasts that I listen to this week have produced some of the best episodes I've heard from them in years. Chanter Rant podcast this year, or this year, this week was incredibly interesting. If you haven't listened to the Chanter Rant podcast this week, it was, to sum it up in one word, I would use the word fight. (laughs) The guys basically have a recorded fight, but it's a fascinating conversation at the same time. Really worthwhile listening to. Yeah, they debate some really interesting topics. Go and check out the Chandler Rand podcast. It was very, very good. Also, I have to say, uh, some close to home here uh, from Northern Ireland, some of my favourite podcasts would be The Fellowship podcast. I've been on there before a couple of times now. Shout out to The Fellowship guys. Their podcast, episode 170. I was on the floor laughing. It was just incredible. <laughs> These guys debate all the latest news stories and everything and just 
talk and talk the biggest load of nonsense and yeah it is absolutely hilarious so shout out to the guys there at the fellowship podcast definitely worth the listens not one for piping fans right now it's not all about piping and drumming it's about just general news affairs also the general banter podcast by colin geddes local comedian here in northern ireland oh my god i nearly laughed till i cried <laughs> so podcast this week i've just been on fire so yeah i'm kind of under pressure to make this one a good one right Time to fly off. <laughs> We've got a lot more listener mail. I said, hey, Rab, it's Alice here. What about you, Alice? Thanks for your mail. So I just wanted to ask you, could you mention my brother in a podcast or on the live show? No problem. So he's going to the Ulsters competition for the piping. Tom Cowan is my brother and completely obsessed with your show and has got me obsessed too. Ah, there you go. Shout out to you. And uh, yeah, he said it's a pure highlight of the evening and sometimes even this week. Uh, So it would be a dream of his to get read out on the show. What? No, I can't be right. What about lifting the Ulsters? That'd be not bad, eh? So yeah, that's a shout out to you. Aye, awesome sauce. Yeah, so there you go. There's your shout-out. If you do have a particular shout-out that you would love to hear on the show, please do. Get in contact with us. You can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We love to hear your suggestions for Topic of the Week. We actually got quite a few this past week. Um, So, thank you. Keep your emails coming in. We do love to hear from you. Also, we, we are still getting emails about stories of people who got dropped. You know, the We Tap on the Shoulder podcast we've done, I think it was a while ago now, we're still getting emails about it. So keep them coming. We love it to see it. And who knows, we may revisit the topic again because a lot of people uh, have some pretty strong opinions on it. And yeah, we could be revisiting it again and approaching a topic that could be pretty strong uh, when it comes to pipe band politics. <laughs> anyway, let's fly on. We've got so much to pack in to the podcast this week. Let's get into it. Right, first of all, I have to say thank you to everyone who's been buying Big Rab Show merch. This stuff, I, I can't get it out fast enough. I have to keep in mind, I am not a clothing distributor, so bear with me. Anyone who's bought themselves hoodies and t-shirts, it's normally taken me about five to seven days to get them from the printers and in the mail. So, yeah, please bear with me. I am dependent heavily on, uh, well, number one being the printers, and number two being the mail system we have here in the UK so as soon as I can get them out to you I will don't worry your orders will be in the mail and yeah thank you everyone who's been ordering stuff it's just yeah I can't keep it (laughs) as soon as I get it and it's gone so if you are interested you can get yourself a Big Rab Show hoodie or indeed a Rab Show t-shirt go along to thebigrabshow.com our website and there's a wee shop icon on there and you can pick yourself up some merch as I say, I dare say we'll probably see quite a lot of people wearing these at the competitions this year because I've there's been loads that's been sold. I'm really surprised. Now, people have been asking me, will I be releasing more merchandise? At the minute, we're kind of limited with only two hoodies and two different kinds of t-shirt. Yes, we will be doing a lot more, but yeah, these things will grow over time. I do kind of pride myself of being honest with you guys, the audience, and uh, yeah, initially we only designed it to be in t-shirts and hoodies thinking we might sell one or two and that would be it but yeah you guys have really surprised us and pulled the finger out and wow so yes we will hopefully be launching a lot more of the merchandise so for you guys to yeah enjoy there you go so that's all coming right 
Let's get into it, Rob. Let's get into the piping news, shall we? This past weekend was the Monster Solos. Yes. And the results for this were kind of difficult to get my hands on. Not going to lie. Uh, they were live-streamed by the Monster branch themselves. They actually managed to live-stream it over Facebook. So we've shared that out there. If you do want to watch uh, the results being read live, you can. You can go check out the Rob Show Facebook page. It's all up there. Let's look at the results first of all. Starting with Junior Piping. Went to Katrina Lloyd of Kelshin Pipe Band. Well done, Katrina. Uh, intermediate Piping then went to Elaine Stone of New Ross. Go on, the New Ross! Yeah! I can shout outside as lethal. Uh, senior Piping then went to James Stone of St. Lawrence at all. So shout out to James. Well done. On to the drumming. The drumming, I don't think, was too much of a competition involved, to be honest. I don't think they got much of a big entry for the drumming. Uh, it's because there was two junior open grades. Uh, the first one was split between Richard Bracken of St. Bridget Athley and also to Finn Murphy of New Ross. So, here you go. Congratulations, guys. You split that prize. And then on to the junior drumming again with the open uh, junior drumming grade went to Daniel Molokai of Kloss Kelt. Congratulations. So that was your Munster Solos. <sighs> So, a busy weekend, by all accounts, by everybody down there at the Monster Solos. I think it was very well supported, and yeah, congratulations to everyone involved. To, if you managed to lift a prize, or even if you didn't, if you were there competing at all, well done, I think. <laughs> Let's fly on the Leinster branch of the Irish Pipe Band Association. I mentioned this on last week's podcast, and a lot of people were asking a bunch of questions about it. Now, the Leinster branch are holding the Fingal Count... And, well... In conjunction with the Fingal County Council, they're holding the Leinster Pipe Band Championships. Yes, Saturday, 5th of May. Okay? I'll say it again. Saturday, 5th of May. It's going to be held in Swords Castle Ground. So, yeah, it's down there. Now, this is going to be starting at 12 noon. And as far as getting entries in for this, I think they're still open. Now, I could be completely wrong, but I have to say... For full details, go along to ipba.ie forward slash events and you can get full details on what's happening about this. Because a lot of people are asking me, what's this competition, Rob, here before Bangor? It seems to be a lot of bands would like to get to this. A lot of people messaging me saying, this would be a good run for the band. Have I got any entry forms? Now, I'm not an, an administrator. For the association, I have to say, um, I just give you the information, and uh, yeah, all I have is go to IPBA, the Irish Pipe Band Association. IE, onto their website, and you'll get full details, and hopefully, all the forums and all whatnots is all up there. So this competition we will be watching with interest. Unfortunately, we haven't got anyone going down to it to do any live streaming, but it will be a great run out for any bands. To get a good practice run on the grass before we hit Bangor then on the 12th, 12th of May. We will be watching this with interest and expect a full report after it's happened. So that's it, Saturday, 5th of May. It's like kind of a trial run before the season properly kicks off in the UK, so can't wait. Right. As I said, the Ulster Solo Piping and Drumming Championships are this weekend. As I'm recording this... I cannot wait for the Ulsters, man. I'm stupidly excited for this. As you know, the Kolobaki solos were last weekend, previous week there, and uh, yeah, the Kolobaki solos were extremely hard fought. There was nobody who phoned it in, if you know what I mean. Everyone seemed to have a really strong run. So, looking at that, and then looking at the Ulsters this weekend, whoo, it's going to be close. It's going to be a really hard-fought event. It's going to be in Lisnagarvey High School in Lisburn. 
this weekend. Doors open at 9am with the first bit of the action starting with Junior Piping, I think, starts at 10am. All the full draw and full details are all up there on the RSPBANI website. And this one is equally <coughs> interesting, not just because it's the Ulsters, that's interesting in itself, but also it has that all-important pre-Worlds solo qualification spot for drummers. And when you look at it, I think there's maybe... I can't remember off the top of my head, and I think there's only nine in the grade, six maybe. So, <clears throat> yeah, this is going to be incredibly hard fought. I can't wait for this event. The Ulster Solos is always a packed out event. It's always, always bunged to the gills. I've been there now, I don't know how many years, and it is always packed to the rafters. You never get a seat in the bloody place. So, <laughs> I have to say, if you are going to the Ulster Solos this weekend, please go early. Get yourself there early. Get yourself a parking spot because, yeah, the high school, the secondary school there has a pretty limited parking availability. So a lot of people grumble about the parking, saying how shocking it is. So, yes, be there early. Doors open at 9. Get yourself a spot. So, yeah, there you go. You've been warned, okay? Yeah, so if you are interested, go and check out the draw for the Ulster Solos. It's all up there on the RSPBA NI website. Well worth checking out because there's quite a list of names in there. And it's going to be really difficult to pick out who you think is going to win what. Next week on the podcast, no doubt, we'll be trailing through the results and saying congratulations to our Ulster champions. But I have to say, good luck everyone going to the Ulsters this weekend. It's going to be one heck of a championship. And yes, for everyone who has been asking, will we be live streaming from the Ulsters? Yes, of course, there's no show without punch. I did tell you, us on the Rab Show will be live streaming as much as humanly possible. And yeah, we'll be there at the Ulsters. So tune in to our Facebook page over the course of Saturday. And yeah, as we try to bring you as much of the action from the Ulster Solos as possible. I think plans are at the moment, we're hope to catch uh, both the senior piping as well as the senior drumming. Plus, hopefully, with a bit of luck, if everything doesn't clash, we hope to get the world's qualifying spot as well with a bit of luck but yes as always we will hopefully manage to catch the live the live stream the results for you because that's the most important thing that everyone will be tuning in for so there you go that's our plans for the weekend it's going to be a busy weekend ahead of us good luck everyone going to the ulsters now away from competitive piping let's look towards the celtic music scene rora yes rora the amazing celtic band has announced that they are releasing a new album which just has me all sorts of excited because it's been ages since Rora have released anything new. They've entitled their new album In Praise of Home. Thanks, and a fascinating title. So, yeah, Rora have been travelling the world this past number of years, and especially off the back of their last album, actually, where they won a whole pile of prizes there from the Scots Trad Music Awards that just didn't seem to hit home soil for at least two years. But here they are, they've now released, they're going to be releasing a new album. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. In Praise of Home. It's going to be available on June 1st. So hopefully us here in the Rab Show will manage to grab a copy and we will give it a wee play on the radio show we have on Fuse. Yeah. So yeah, if you are so interested, go and check out Rora on social media. That's R-U-R-A on social media. And full details are up there along with details of their accompanying UK-wide tour to help celebrate the launch. So... Yeah, we will have more news about this if there is any available pre-orders and that, but it is April at the minute. This isn't out until June. We will keep you posted if there is any further developments. So, yeah, Rora, new album on the way. Man, I can't wait. Right, also, 
As we're talking about live streaming from the Ulster Championships, we have had a crazy amount of people message the show asking us, will we be live streaming from the Inverary concert? Well, I can tell you, yes is the answer. The very the long and the short of it. We will be live streaming some of the Inverary concert coming up. Now, for some people who've been living in a cave, I'm not even going to... like. I know, I know I'm talking to piping fans. And you know what I'm talking about, the Inverary concert. It's the one coming up in May. It's only three weeks. Three weeks now until the massive Inverary concert here in Ballymena in Northern Ireland. Hosted by Bally Breeze Pipe Band. I cannot wait for this. Our current world champions hitting the stage and bringing us a concert show. I cannot wait. It's just going to be so exciting. And if anything, I don't know anyone who hasn't got a ticket for this yet. But according to Bally Breast Pipe Band, who got in contact with the show there yesterday as we were live on Fuse, they were telling us there are still limited a number of tickets available. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, go and get it now. Where have you been? Go and get it. I think, in a roundabout way, people are asking me, will we be live streaming it in the hope that they could sit at home in their jammies and watch it on the telly? Well, the answer to that question is no, we won't be live streaming the whole thing. We will be doing little short clips. We'll be doing like a little bit here, a little bit there, just to kind of give you a bit of a flavour as to what's happening on stage. But if you want to see the full show start to finish, you're going to have to get yourself a ticket and get your butt over here. I actually know there's people flying internationally. I think there's a few from California. There's even some from Canada, a couple from Australia that are actually flying over just to see this Inverary concert. This is how huge this is. So, yes, shout out to all you guys who've messaged the show saying that you're flying in. Can't wait to meet you. Because, yes, us and the Rab Show, we will be there. Uh, microphone in hand, grabbing interviews, taking selfies, all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, we do have plans to live stream some of it. But I have to stress, it's some of it. We're not going to be doing all of it. We're just like little clips, little stuff to give you a little bit of a clue as to what's going on. So, yeah, if you really want to see the show, get tickets. Alright, to get tickets for it, you need to contact members of Bally Breast Pipe Band. Tickets are still available. You can email them, inverariconcert at gmail.com. Yeah, and just contact them saying, here, I need a couple of tickets for that show, man. I cannot wait. So, there you go, three weeks. Three weeks. That's all you have. You've been warned. Anyone comes to me the night before the concert, hey, can you get us a ticket? The answer will be no. <laughs> okay, let's fly on. Uh, Skippinish. Skippinish, of course, well-known uh, Celtic rock band here from Scotland, uh, are doing a bit of fundraising. They're actually raising funds for a permanent memorial for Ailey McLeod of Barra. Now, we've mentioned Ailey on the show quite a number of times now. Of course, she was tragically killed at the Manchester Arena bombing there last year. So there's plans to erect a permanent memorial to Ailey uh, from Barra. And the team at Skippinish are going to run the Edinburgh Half Marathon on Sunday, 27th of May. And... Yeah, they have a GoFundMe page and everything. They're raising money for this memorial to Ailey McLeod. Now, what makes it special for us in the piping world, of course, is that Ailey was a piper. She was, yeah, a member of the band, a pipe band there in the Isle of Barra. And yeah, it's, it's tragic news. And if anything, this memorial hopefully will just, yeah, it'll be well funded by us of the piping world. So... With a bit of luck, the guys at Skippinish can reach their uh, total. That they think they have a target and everything on their GoFundMe page. Go and check it out. Skippinish guys on social media, plus also on their website, they have full links and everything where you can go and donate. And yeah, it's a well, it's a good cause. Talking about raising money and uh, running marathons, Stuart Scott, a pipe major or piper. 
by major. Goodness sake, Rob. Stuart Scott. <laughs> Stop that, Rob. God, Rob. Brilliant. Yeah, Stuart Scott, he's a piper with St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band. He'll be running the London Marathon coming up, and he's going to be running it on behalf of Marie Curie. Now, he's asking people of the pipe band world to be generous with their money and help him raise a lot of money for this really worthy cause. So, shout out, shout out there to Stuart Scott of the St. Lawrence Atul, and we wish him well. Again, he has a GoFundMe page. We have that shared out on the Rab Show page on, on Facebook. Uh, just go and check out Stuart Scott on Facebook and social media and stuff. He has all his links up there where you can go and donate him a fiver for a very worthy cause. Wish you good luck. If anything, see if you're going to be running, running the London Marathon. If you're going to run them with a set of pipes, <laughs> that'd be something else. And if anything, I don't know if anybody's ever ran a marathon with a set of bagpipes. You know, you've seen people run marathons dressed up as, like, minions and, like, gorillas, all that sort of crazy stuff, but I've never seen anybody doing it with a set of pipes. That would be a feat in itself, to be honest. Yeah. So, good luck, Stuart. I wish you the very best. And also to Skippinish as well. Two very worthy causes there. I wish you luck. Now, the 2018 Glenfiddich Championship recently hit the news. Oh, hear that? Tweety Birds. Shut up! I'm making a podcast! Yeah. <laughs> 2018 Glenfiddich uh, Championship hit the news this last while uh, because apparently it's been reported that it will still be happening. Now this kind of... What? Yeah. Despite reduced funding apparently and a decision to discontinue sponsorship of the Silver Chanter Invitational Peabrook Recital Competition uh, yeah, there's been someone who pulled their sponsorship for the Silver Chanter. Now this kind of made everybody go uh oh. Because, as you know, funding for these events, it's hard to come by. But, yeah, I think plans to keep the event going are still ongoing. However, the Silver Chanter event will not be held. The Silver Silver Chanter event was kind of seen as like a pre-qualification for next year's Glymphotic. So, I think that was actually held on the Friday, while the main championships was the Saturday, I think. Now, you may correct me. This would be another thing that Rab got wrong. But, um, yeah, the event has been run every year. Uh, Dunvegan, Dun- Dunvegan Castle. They can just about talk. And apparently it have been run since 1967. So this will be the first year that it won't be run. Apparently the last year's was the 51st ever uh, you know, Silver Chanter. And it was won by Cameron Drummond of Edinburgh. So Cameron could be the very last winner of this pretty prestigious award so uh, I don't know it's going to be interesting to see how the Glymphotic runs forward this year as I say they've pulled the Silver Chandler event by the looks of things but as far as the actual Glymphotic event itself that's still going to be going ahead so I think that's what the news story was about although they have limited funds and everything and you have sponsors pulling out from the event things are still going However, the Silver Chanter will no longer be happening. So, interesting times there at the Glymphitic Invitational. If we hear any more developments on that story, we will let you know about it. But at the minute, information is limited. So, yeah. Because obviously, they're still planning it. Do you know what I mean? This is April. (laughs) Anyway, as we hear more, we will let you know. Also, this past weekend, we had the Las Vegas Highland Games. Oh my word, I have been seeing video footage, photographs, all sorts of social media updates from the Las Vegas games over the weekend. I just wish I could go there. 
man, it looked like so much fun. There was whiskey tasting, uh, there was people just eating haggis until it came out their ears. There was just so much fun. There was a live open air concert as well as all the piping and drumming competition. There were solos and there was bands as well. Oh, I just wish I could go to Vegas, man. It just looked like so much fun. So congratulations to everyone who was at the Vegas Games this past weekend. But I have to say, again, getting the results for this competition was like getting dust. It was just terrible. I couldn't find anything. All I managed to find from the Las Vegas Games was the Grade 3 results. Now, I know for a fact that there was more than Grade 3 bands competing, but I can't find the results anywhere. So if anyone out there has the results for the Vegas Games, please get in contact with us. Let us see the results. There you go. <laughs> Let's look at the Grade 3 results, however. Starting in third place, it went to the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Band. Well done in third place. Second place went to the Pasadena Scottish Pipes and Drums. If anything, if anybody's actually heard the run from Pasadena Scottish, actually sounded really impressive. And then shout out goes to the first place winners there in Grade 3 was the Phoenix Pipe Band. Now, what can be said about the Phoenix Pipe Band? If you ask, go and check out the run. There is videos available of their performance at the Vegas Games. Well worth a listen. I don't know if Phoenix Pipe Band have any plans to come over to the UK and compete for the Worlds this year, but if they did... After hearing what they produced at Vegas, this could be really interesting. I think they could be, yeah, one to look at possibly in Grade 3 after listening to their performance there at Vegas. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, that's what happened to Vegas. Anyone has the full list of results, please get in contact with me. I would love to see them. Now, I also have to say a shout out to a website called bagpipeplace.com. There you go, I'll say that again, bagpipeplace.com. There was a pretty interesting article just published on it there not too long ago. For those of you who are online, of course you are online, you're listening to a podcast, but go and check out this website. There's an article published on there, and it's kind of a blog. We're going to be following the story of a 40-year-old beginner. Yeah, this guy apparently just wanted to tick up bagpiping, and he is literally in his early 40s and he just decided today I'm going to learn piping and he's going to be blogging all of his experience so go to this website thebagpipeplace.com and check this out he's going to be talking all about the challenges he faces and everything Uh, uh, trust me it's well worth the read rather than sit here and try and read the article I want to point you in the direction of this website and yeah go and check it out it's going to be really interesting reading as he goes through his learning journey speaking of learning journey People have been getting in contact asking, will there be more bass drumming podcasts? Will there be more Learning Journey? The answer is yes and yes. <laughs> but these things take time. Unfortunately, we have been so crazy busy with concert season and now we're going to be running into the competitive season. It might be something we may have to revisit then come September or even October this year whenever things start wrapping up for the season. That being said, though, we are still currently working on them. And if you are interested in having your story featured on Learning Journey or even in bass drumming, are you a bass drummer who could be on our show and talking all about your experience? Get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you. Because, like I've said before, we are the show for the piping folk. And if we are not here for you guys and you're on our show, then what's the point in us doing what we're doing? So please get in contact with us. Right. Now, on last week's podcast, you heard my live reaction to the British Championship draw. The first major championship here in the UK in our piping season. And I went through it. Grade by grade, band by band, you got my live reaction. Because that I spent all day 
not looking at the draw. I was very well behaved. And as you heard on last week's podcast, I just clicked on the link and read it live. You got my live reaction, my gut reaction. Now, there's one thing I neglected to say as I was reading through all of this. When I got a chance to properly digest everything and really sit and look through it, I had a list of bands that I didn't know who they were and I was looking at recordings of them and everything or any information I could find. Whenever I was looking through and doing my research going into the British, I actually seen that there was only nine bands going over to Scotland, to Paisley, from Northern Ireland. Hmm. Now I pause for thought. Nine bands from Northern Ireland going to the first major. The reason why I pause is because, I don't know, that seems to be a sign of the times. Northern Irish bands to hop across the water to Scotland, you would think, is nothing. You know what I mean? You jump on a bus and you could be there that afternoon. But it seems to be a lot of bands are making either a financial choice not to go because of travel implications and cost, or is it is it the event itself? Is it the venue? Some people have actually suggested that Paisley is maybe not the best venue in the world. You know, because I think it's right in the path of an airport. People have said, mm, not the best venue, Rob. We might miss it this year. I don't know. I've never been to Paisley. I've never been to that venue. I can't actually say if it's particularly great or terrible. But we will have a guy on the ground. Yes, we have Stephen, of course, of the Grace No Vortex podcast, who will be our reporter on the ground. And I will hopefully be asking him to run a bit of a report for us from Paisley. I want to know the ins and outs of the venue. What's it like on the ground? You know what I mean? Is that airport really a concern? I think there's a giant main road that flies past the venue as well. So there's a lot of traffic noise. It's very open. There's very little in the way of shelter. All that sort of stuff. I'll be asking Stephen to give us a blow-by-blow report. From Paisley, because it seems to be Northern Irish bands have just said, mm, nah, first major of the season, we're going to miss it. So, disappointing. Now, whenever you look at it, nine bands from Northern Ireland, that includes our big guns. That's got field marshals, PSNIs in there. You know, some names in there that I've read out last week on the podcast, and you kind of expect them to be there, because, yeah, you would expect them to be there. So, yeah, this decision for only nine bands to go... I don't know. A possible topic of the week could be spinning off from this. Will this be showing a possible future trend from Northern Irish bands not making the journey to Scotland? Because, frankly, they can't afford it. You know, with so many major championships now being in Scotland, you know, are Northern Irish bands being pushed out financially? I don't know. Or even at that should you balance it and have more majors circulated around the whole of the UK? You know, have them in England, Wales even, even the Republic of Ireland as well as here in Northern Ireland. Have them moved all around the UK? Or, as we've debated on this podcast here well before, go back in our back catalogue, we were talking about should the World Championships be a true world event and have it all around the world? Wouldn't it be awesome to have the World Pipe Band Championships in Japan or Venezuela or Brazil or... Do you know what I mean? (laughs) If anything, what I would love to see would be a World Pipe Band Championships in the US. I think that would be something worth watching. Now, I do remember way back, I think it's even as far back as the 40s, I think possibly where the World Championships was moved around. And I think it did come to Belfast at a time. So, yeah... 
But we all know Glasgow is the kind of quintessential home on the heart of the piping world. And yeah, it's been in Glasgow now for as long as I can remember. So will we see it ever move? Should we move our, you know, our big major championships? Should we move them around? I don't know. Or that also raises the question, should our associations be adding financial help to bands to help fund them come to these events? Uh, Do you know what? This is a future topic of the week right there. If you have any thoughts on it, please do get in contact with us. We will be discussing this on a future podcast. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Right. In further concert news, like I said, we're in the middle of concert season. Wallastone and District are in concert 20th of April. So just a few days from now, actually, when I'm recording this, in the Dobby Hall in Larbert. Apparently, tickets are still available, £12.50 each, and you can get them from any member of Wallastone and District Pipe Band. On the night, you will have Wallastone themselves and on the stage, given at large, but also you will have special guests Ben Duncan and Alistair Henderson. Now, I think Alistair Henderson recently featured on the BBC Scotland's Pipeline show, so, yeah, not too shabby at all. If you want to go back and listen to that, far be it from me to plug in all the radio show, but definitely worth a listen. It was really, really interesting. So, yeah, Wallastone and District in concert, 20th of April at Dobby Hall in Larbert. Unfortunately, we won't be live-streaming at that because we're going to be at the Ulsters. The Ulster solos. So, yeah, we can't split ourselves in two places at once. Right, flying on in concert news. Friday, the 18th of May. Right? Get it in your book. 18th of May, Inverarian District will be at the Usher Hall in Edinburgh. Now, everyone's like, what? This came out of the blue. That really caught me out of the blue as well. Skippinish are holding a gig in the Usher Hall in Edinburgh on the 18th of May. And joining them on stage will be Inverary. Oh my god! <laughs> Whenever I read this, I was going, what? This can't be right. And then sure enough, I went and checked the gig listing and it's all up there. In Verarian District, current world champions on stage with Skippinish. Man, I cannot wait for this. This sounds like all sorts of interesting. Skippinish, as you may or may not know, are a pretty well-known uh, Celtic rock band here in the UK. Very famous here in the UK and... Yeah, rightly so. Their music is incredible. So to be joined on stage by Inverary, man, this is going to be interesting. So be sure to check out Skippinish's website. Like I said, they were doing a bit of fundraising, so all those links are up there. But for details about this Inverary appearance on the 18th of May, and to get your tickets, (laughs) go and get them. Go and get them now. Unfortunately, I won't be anywhere near Edinburgh on the 18th of May. Otherwise, I'll be all over this. So there you go. Grab your tickets for that. That's coming up soon. Now, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, we are starting to get messages in from people who are members of historic pipe bands. Now, I mean, whenever I say historic pipe bands, I mean by pipe bands that have been around for quite a number of years. Now, I did say that us on the Rab Show wanted to feature bands that have an interesting history. Have you, like, won previously any big championships or anything? Any notable achievements throughout the band's existence? Things like that. And, yeah, we're getting some very interesting people getting in contact with us. So, that will be a future podcast, no doubt. So, if you are a member of a pipe band who has got a pretty pretty colourful history, whether it be your origin story or, yeah, whether you managed to pick up, pick up quite a few prizes, <laughs> managed to pick up quite a few prizes along the way, and, yeah, would like to tell us the tale, please do get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you, and you could feature on a future podcast. So, email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Right. 
you know what? It's great sitting outside for a change when I'm recording this. If you don't like the Tweety Birds and the cars driving past and stuff, please forgive me. It kind of indulge me as well because it's been ages since I've actually seen daylight. I've been cooped up in that wee recording studio I've built in there all winter. It's kind of good to get outside. And if anything, I have to give a shout out to a lot of the bands, actually, who are currently practicing outdoors. We're getting a lot of footage sent to us of drummers and pipers all outside now on pipes and drums all trying to squeak their sets together and as I've mentioned before that transition from drum pads and chanters indoors to going out on snares and pipes outdoors <laughs> such a difference like night and day some people have even got in contact with us saying it's like they're starting all over again and some people are really freaking out <laughs> don't worry is my advice you go through this every single year. Don't worry. If anything, keep going. Keep persevering. And before you know it, everything will start to click into place. So my message to everyone who's freaking out whenever you start outdoor practices, keep at it. Don't worry. Bangers around the corner. This will all become a very painful memory. <laughs> whenever we hit the grass and banger. Right, that's it. It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. TwistedThistle.com. Owned and operated by world champion and gold medal winner bass drummer Mike Cole. Twisted Thistle bass drum mallets are one of the top performing bass stick brands in the world. Used by our current world champions in Vararian District Pipe Band. So check out TwistedThistle.com where you can find information on available models to buy, tuning videos, Skype drumming lessons, pipe band drum scores, pipe band drumming workshops, drum tech support, blah, just so much stuff. Check them out, TwistedThistle.com. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314024. Ah, yes, that was a shout-out to our patrons there who clicked that support button. That's a little perk for them. For those of you who would love to support the podcast, you can get our merchandise available on thebigrabshow.com. You can go and get yourself a T-shirt or a hoodie, or indeed you can go and click on our Patreon page where is that wee support button there, and you can go and support what we do. Grant, as I've said, every little penny that does get uh, donated to ourselves <laughs> through our Patreon page does get reinvested. We've actually invested in quite a lot of new equipment at the minute. Uh, we've invested in new microphones and stuff. We have like camera gimbals and tripods and 
just a silly amount of stuff. So this year's live streaming from competitions this year should hopefully be a much higher quality than previous years. So, yeah, look forward to bringing that to you on our social media. Right, you clicked on this podcast for one very good reason. Police, Scotland Fife, were in concert this past weekend there in the Beach Ballroom in Aberdeen, thanks to Buxburn and District Pipe Band, who were hosting them. So, at the weekend, Stephen from the Grace Note Vortex podcast was diligently working away for the Big Rab Show team, and he was there live streaming the events, snapping selfies and photographs, and just giving us a blow by blow of everything that was going on at the event. Now, I have to say, straight off the back, This was an incredible event, and thank you to everyone who tuned in online and caught the action. You were in for a treat. But if you didn't manage to tune in online live, you can go back and watch it. There are videos still up there on our Rab Show Facebook page. Go and check them out, share them with your friends, and enjoy. Some of the performances on the night were just simply incredible. Now, Stephen, who was on the ground during the night... Yeah, he was a roving reporter for us. So we stuck a microphone in his hand, told him to go and cover the event for us, and cover it, he did. Hello, yes, and welcome to our first coverage of the uh, Fife Police Pipe Band concert, A Decade on the Beat. I don't know if you can hear that behind me. Uh, the guys are currently going through their dress rehearsals. Um, it's sounding rocking. The acoustics at the Beach Ballroom are just fantastic. Um, this is the first time I've heard a pipe band uh, in this venue and so far I am very, very impressed. Uh, the guys have clearly been putting in the hard work. Uh, sound engineer has uh, got a great setup and clearly knows what he's doing with a pipe band. Um, just had a quick chat with Mel, the band manager there and you know, everyone tensions are just kind of high. Everyone's a bit, a little bit nervous, but they all seem to be enjoying it at the same time. Um, so I'll just let you have, just have a wee listen if you can, a wee sneaky. So yeah, sounding sounding pretty awesome so far. So um, I'm going to see if I can get a chat with a few folk, uh, get some pictures, get some interviews, and yeah, yeah, just. Can't wait to actually see the full thing tonight. Okay, we are now here with Pipe Sergeant Brian Spears of the Fife Police Pipe Band. Brian, how's it all going today? It's going pretty good. It's pretty warm through the air, but the guys are keeping it together and this, the sound check's going well. Uh, so we're just looking forward to everyone turning up and playing for them tonight. Excellent, good. Yeah, you can feel there's just a little bit of... It's a bit of tension, but it's like a good tension in the air. You know, everyone seems quite excited. Um, how has the preparations for this differed? And has your role Pipe Sergeant changed or have you had to support... Dougie and anyone else a bit more than usual? Uh, yeah, the guys might tell you that I've been a wee bit grumpy recently. Uh, so you need to have a grumpy man. You've got to have, got to have the bad cop to Dougie's good copy. Uh, so yeah, we've had a lot of, a lot of new music on the table uh, and it's taken us uh, a fair amount of time to, to get uh, a hold of that. But uh, the practice last week were outstanding, so we're really, really uh, pumped for, for playing tonight and we're, we're ready for it. Excellent. And have you had... Uh, has it been tough trying to balance getting the competition stuff as well as the concert stuff going? Have you had to concentrate on one more than the other? Or? Yeah, that's really been my focus. So just making sure that the uh, the two medleys, we've got some new tunes as well coming mm-hmm. through in the medleys and the, and the MSRs uh, are really up there uh, for the start of the season. That's the benefit of playing a concert at this time mm-hmm. of the year is mm-hmm. to make sure that all of that stuff's clicking. <laughs> uh, and if you get concentrate too much on the concert stuff and take your eye off the ball with that stuff, then uh, you've really you've really not done your job. So now we've really been focusing on the, the competition stuff. 
uh, as much as anything else. Excellent. And do you think it's been better having the concert at the start of the season as opposed to the likes of the World's Concert, which is right in the middle of World's Week? Do you think have getting the concert done and out of the way is going to be beneficial for you for the season? In terms of preparation, I definitely. Uh, the, the amount of work that we've put in uh, at this stage of the, st- of the season is, is uh, fantastic for us. So uh, having a concert at this stage of the season... Uh, might not seem like the most uh, attractive thing to our pipe corps and drum corps in about November, uh, but I can tell you that when they're standing on the stage tonight playing at the level that they're playing at this stage of the season, uh, they'll be really thankful that they've, they've put all that hard work in. Well, it, just, it sounds phenomenal just standing at the back there and just listening to little bits of rehearsal. Um, OK, perfect. Well, now, we need to ask you one question. It's a bit <laughs> of a big rab show staple we ask all the guests. What is your favourite cheese? My favourite cheese? Uh, well, I like the cheese jokes, so it's the cheese. Uh, it's the cheese that you would get a bear out of a cave with, which is camembert. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we'll take that. Well, thanks very much for a chat, Brian. We'll let you get back to your, your rehearsals. You're very welcome. All the best for tonight. Thank you. Okay, so we're here with the Big Rab Show, and we've got Pipe Major Dougie Murray, and we've got Cammy Barnes, uh, both pipers in the band, obviously. <laughs> so, guys, how's it all going today? Pretty good, yeah. We've just uh, been doing a few sound checks and uh, uh, trying some of the numbers up on stage just now, and it's uh, it's coming together well, I think. Yeah, we're really enjoying it. Uh, the backing band are in, so we had them sound check and sounding great. We're really yeah. excited for tonight. It's our first band concert, but uh, we've been preparing all winter, so we're ready. Excellent, good stuff, good stuff. And how's it been? Not only preparing, you know, your usual competition stuff and things like that, usual schedule, but also try to wedge in time to prepare a full concert. Yeah, well, it's, it has been quite full on. I mean, we have been uh, doing a lot more practices, obviously, uh, but I think in the long run it's going to be a benefit to the band. It's going to be in a better place after the concert for the season. So we have incorporated some of our sort of routine mm-hmm. tunes for through the season, your MSRs, your parts, your medley. So, um, yeah, I think I think the guys are going to be in a better place for all. So have you been have you been ramping up your rehearsal time and sort of an extra day during the week and extra weekends and things? And yeah, we had a, a long weekend practice just uh, just last week. Uh, so it was all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and just really working on sound and all the different components of the concert going together and uh, making sure they all fit in and blend well. Perfect, perfect. Um, and yourself, Dougie, you know you're not only pipe major accomplished solo player as well uh, you also make bagpipes and you also teach so was this like an extra headache adding into the mix try to arrange and pick yeah. tunes and things like that well it's kind of like spinning plates you just use <laughs> another plate to spin it so uh, you just, just join the rest of them but no it's, uh, I've enjoyed doing it it's been great and the guys have been really responsive Cammy's been brilliant uh, on the musical sound you know the band how the backing band blends with the pipe band and what would work best, uh, he's got a wealth of knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, so it's been great. I was just going to ask you, Cammy, there, what has been your sort of role with, with the band, sort of getting the getting the concert up and running? Uh, until, basically, until this year, I was being a player. We, uh, we've got a great team like Dougie and Brian, work incredible together. Uh, but I've kind of brought a more a concert uh, touch to it, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. No, uh, a bit of showmanship. I, and, and in a way, like from going to normal pipe band com- uh, concerts, I found it's been very regimental and that's great for the first half hour, but visually and theatrically, uh, it's it's not the best for your for your person who doesn't really understand stand bagpipe. So we went with the, the vision that we want to put on a show mm-hmm. opposed to a pipe band concert, essentially. So there's lots of different things happening. 
and it's great. The whole band's been amazing, to be honest. Like the attendance we've had this winter is the band's never ever heard that before. Oh, we're, really? we're more yeah, excited about the season now because yeah. we're, we're really really prepped. So excellent, yeah, it's excellent. good. So um, so is this like the cult? Did you picture this ten years ago? When the band first sort of formed and you took that step out into the grass as no. Fife Constabulary, did you think? Did you think it would last ten years? Did you think it would lead up to your own concert? Or we did, we, you know, at that time we didn't know really uh, um, what, what it would be, um, but certainly um, the band just went from strength to strength. I can see. No, the band's uh, and I, I suppose it's kind of like a pinnacle. Ten years the band's been formed, uh, and we've, we've probably had our two most successful seasons in the last two years. I was just a way to say, do you think, how long have you been playing for the concert and has that helped? Yeah, definitely. Just with everyone's stamina, ability, building up to, to finally cracking that kind of top six. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, for the concert prep-wise, as soon as we got word of uh, that they were wanting us to do the concert, we kind of pulled the team together and said, right, <clears throat> let's start putting material together and how we're going to make this identifiable to Police Scotland Fife by band going back to some of our old sets and numbers and just juicing them up a wee bit giving them a wee bit extra uh, we modern slant and old sets you know perfect um, and are there many guys in the band who are still here from the first the first band that formed there is well there's there's five or six guys six guys including me uh, Michael Gray's not here today so he's yeah. done well but there's me Cameron uh, uh, Paul Donaldson uh, Kenny Walker Brian Spears and Kev Spears and Mish. So there's a excellent, oh, good, good, so good. core of the original team. Ah, oh, perfect. And are you bringing? Is anyone coming back? Is there anything you can tell me like that about the concert? Are any sneak previews or anything? Or before uh, we see it tonight? We have a guest over from Canada, which is pretty big for us and Germany yeah. actually. Oh, yeah. perfect. Oh, nice. So we've, we've had guys travel in from yeah the two really far away places. Yeah, uh, so we've got we've yeah. got a couple of other fly-ins coming in from Australia as well. Okay. Uh, as the season goes on, so. I think you'll see a new a new look to the band a wee bit. The band was already pretty massive. I'm sure. I think yeah. it was last year at Paisley. It was just kind of like a wall of sound. <laughs> Listening to you guys sort of coming through into the arena, you know. So yeah. is that is that something you've kind of always sort of planned for, or? And no, it just kind of happened. I mean, we were, you know, when I took the band, I was never in in, in the, with the intention of having this big band sound, and it just kind of grew to that, you know. And, um, I I just put it down to the guys that are in the band. They, you know, like Cammy and Brian and. Uh, it's just kind of developed into that kind of that kind of uh, model, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to work, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. And do you think you're in a much better place this season than you have been the last couple of seasons? Because you've done really well in the results. So, yeah. do you think are you th- picturing uh, a, a wee win, a wee cheeky win, or a, well, a I don't top know. three? Or? Don't, don't know. Is that, that's up to the judges. <laughs> we're going for it. <laughs> good good to hear. If we said we weren't trying, we'd be like, yeah. <laughs> the band's in the best place, uh, rehearsal-wise, and we've got the reps underneath yeah. our underneath our belt uh, this is normally uh, you know how bands uh, when it comes to August everyone kind of drifts off and comes back and drips and drabs in the winter we've been hammering it basically since uh, yeah. the world so perfect. we're perfect. in the best place we've ever been in yeah. and, the, and the management team right now is the best it's been as well so mm-hmm. throwing it out there <laughs> that, that, that's for Diggy's brother Jimmy <laughs> and where the band you practice in, in Carden Den of Fife is that right yeah, How is, yeah. and that's amazing that everyone's managing to kind of for a start not being cheeky find it yeah I know that's right, <laughs> and like right. sort of make the effort to get there and full tennis and rehearsals well that's that's something that we're just you know we kind of got that place um uh, off the back, we used to practice in Concordia High School, mm. um, 
but this place was even more flexible and we wanted to practice on the way as we could. Um, but everyone just seemed to go and uh, they managed to practice venue fine. I'd like to be somewhere a bit more central, but mm-hmm. it's just that's where we are now. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how, how it works out. Right, guys, one final question. It's a bit of a big grab staple. Uh, what's your favourite cheese? For me, personally, it's got to be Galloway's Seriously Strong. Oh, right. Like the, like that wee tingle at the back of the, in the, back of the, back of the throat there. Cammy? Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I'm partial of a baby bell. Oh, a wee baby bell. That's my guilty pleasure. A wee snack. Excellent, yeah. guys. Brilliant. So I'm here interviewing with the pipe major for the Bucksburn District Pipe Band, Neil Selby. Uh, Neil, how's it all going today? It's been going very well today. Uh, had a, a good run through all the stuff and um, everything's going well. Looking forward to tonight's performance. Yeah, sound jacks are all sounding fantastic anyway. So uh, you guys have been putting on this concert for uh, quite a few years now, haven't you? Yes, yes. Uh, it's become quite an annual event uh, in the North East, so it's really good and it gives people in the area and the youngsters in particular a chance to get a top grade one band, you know, and uh, something for them to aspire to. That's fantastic. And um, how how far in advance do you do you plan your concerts? Have you already got next year's sort of plan We're lined up? Very much so, yes. Uh, um, and it's quite nice now with the bands, you know, asking to come along to the to the venue so uh, and, and perform with us. So it's fantastic, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, watch this space for next year's one. <laughs> Excellent. Any chance of a wee sneak? Uh, no. No, any clues? <laughs> no, not at all? Uh, there'd be a good grade one band. Right, okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Can't ask more than that. Um, so was it always the intention to have the concert at the start of the season, or was it, was that purely by accident? No, I think it was, because I think obviously for a band, uh, and also for our own preparation for the season, it gives you something extra to work at. It's a long winter. Uh, but also I think it whets the appetite for the season to come. There's obviously the worlds and, and piping live, so it's nice just to have something at the start of the year to mm. break it up before it all starts in earnest. No, definitely. And do you find it helps sort of break the, the winter dirge for the kids of, you know, of plugging away at competition ab- sets and ab- things? Absolutely. Um, so that, that's been really good. And also we find for the youngsters coming through that, um, you know, it's, it's an impetus for them to get ready for the, for, to get into an obvious juvenile band. You know, they think they can stand, you know, stand up on the stage and perform. And, and to get that opportunity, it's wonderful for them. So it really does motivate everybody to work hard through the winter that's great that's fantastic um, are there any points of tonight's concert you're particularly excited for um, well I think the show that uh, Fife Police has put on is tremendous uh, I mean Doogie Murray is a phenomenal piper and one of the guys that I love to go listen to myself so um, um, I think his band's been tremendous what I've heard so far uh, with ourselves and Bucksburn it's it's great that you know we've uh, my second year working with David Richardson uh, the leading drummer so everything's coming together nicely uh, and again we've always wanted to do um, the sleeping tune so we've had an orchestral arrangement at the start of that uh, and then we play the boys of Ballymore and uh, Old Life of the Dustmore so it's quite nice but it's been interesting trying to uh, tune cellos and flutes to bagpipes <laughs> but uh, we got there hopefully Fantastic and are you hopeful for this season it's sounding Ye- good yet? Yes I think grade 2 is going to be I've been playing at this game far too long 1980 was my first season and I think grade 2 this year is as tough as it's ever been uh, looking at the draw you, you just think where are you going to be in that there's so many good grade 2 bands in it, and it's wonderful it's good to see the instruments and um, and, and the standard of the grades coming coming through you know it's, it's brilliant looking forward to it That's fantastic and one final question which is a bit of a big rab show staple what is your favourite cheese? My <laughs> <laughs> uh, favourite cheese would probably be Cambazola Excellent, excellent. That's a, probably the, the most out there cheese we've had, we've had suggested today. Well, Neil, all the best for the concert, all the best for the season, and uh, we'll be, we'll keep, be keeping an eye on the much. band. Not a problem. All the very Thanks best. very much. Thank you. 
Okay, so we've got another interviewee here. We've got Craig Baxter of NOS fame and also plays in uh, Fife Police Pipe Band. So how's it going today, Craig? Yeah, very well. I was um, wondering how it all come together, um, just with so much so much going on with the sound checks <laughs> and other bands going on. But I think it's coming together quite nicely, so it should be a good night tonight. I hope so. Yeah, perfect. It's all sounding really, really good anyway. Now, I believe so. Do you still play with the band competitively um, at the moment? I'm not actually going to play this season. This is the first season I'm, uh, I've not played with the moment, which is going to be a bit weird. But um, yeah, I play in a couple of uh, folk bands as well, so just um, it would be a bit much to kind of juggle all the commitments with playing at some festivals and also the competitions so unfortunately not not this year but I'm definitely looking to get back to it as soon as, soon as I can. So, ah, yeah. Excellent I, well I was going to ask how are you managing to fit all this in with like the band the concert with NOS and who, who else did you play with? Yeah, I play with another band called uh, Trip along with uh, Rory Matheson who's playing the keys tonight and uh, a few other uh, folk at the conservatoire to, uh, that we've met there so um, yeah it's, 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 it's manageable but um it's, like it's not actually the, the, the kind of missing practices and stuff that is the difficult thing. It's the more like the actual just competition dates that I found that that's where it was all clashing. But it's good. That it's, uh, I really enjoy kind of being like playing the snare drum and that also doing doing the, the kind of folk stuff because kind of one keeps the other interesting mm-hmm. on both levels. So yeah, yeah it's really, it's really yeah, good. And Noss, you're in the middle of a, a tour just now, aren't you? Yeah, we're just coming to the end of our uh, a Scottish tour. We were out in Denmark at the start of last month just for a week's tour there, and then. Uh, just been going around Scotland since last Saturday, so um, they're well. The guys have their second last gig tonight. Um, my friend Callum Convoy is stepping in, and uh, we've got upgraded brand player for the night. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we're going to have uh, we've got one more gig on Monday at Glenfarg Folk Club, and then that's us. Uh, that's us finish that. Um, and then we've got Arctic Folk Festival next month to kind of kick off the whole festival season so looking right. forward to that excellent how's, how's the Scottish tour been going it's been, it's been, it's been really well nice. received yet yes um, we've had some really nice turnouts and uh, it's good just to get get around the, the country to some places like you, you wouldn't really um, have played normally we've been um, way way down the borders at Eyemouth and then all the way up to Wick and uh, all kind of in between so it's been it's been a lot of fun and playing some new music and yeah it's been it's been uh, really good so far, yeah. Excellent, yeah, because when you think of a Scottish tour, you don't think it'll be sort of that big or that long, but actually getting to some of these places and places that you play, you know, yeah. must be quite, quite, quite interesting. Absolutely, yeah. We, we're kind of, um, we're kind of aiming to just play in like uh, a lot of like these kind of town halls and village halls, and um, so, and we've got like kind of church halls and stuff like that. So um, it's been really nice for that, and it's, um, it's not always what you would kind of imagine where you would play in terms of venues. So. Um, it's been really nice and some amazing amazing places to play and really nice audiences in and so yeah you can't complain anymore, so. ah, good stuff and you're a relatively new addition to NOS yeah, yeah. Um, um, I've only been in the band since uh, the end of September last September I joined um, Gregor Kincaid was the brand player before uh, and then uh, he he moved on from the band so I started then and then yeah I was in another band trip before that so um, kind of took that on so um, yes yeah, it's, it's been it's been great so far and really really good fun playing with the guys so ah, good. enjoy that and how are things going with Trip? yeah it's, a, it's, it's great we've, we've kind of got this is our first kind of um, year kind of really do, doing some festivals and stuff so um, we're actually going up to Orkney as well so both NOS and Trip are going up there which will be a lot of fun and then um, we're playing at Hebkelt as well and a couple of other weekends through mm. the summer so just really looking forward to that and then um Hopefully, recording a new single next month uh, excellent, with, excellent. Uh, with Scott Weed. So, mm. we'll hopefully, release that um, in the middle of the summer. So, looking forward to getting that going 
some new music um, with them as well. So yeah, it's been perfect. Great. I look forward to getting that one played on the on the big rap yeah, show absolutely. for everyone. Um, so how's it been pulling everything together? Uh, for the concert and how how did you get involved was it just a natural well I'm I'm a musician and I'm I can bring these musicians together to help with the concert or oh, yeah, was Cammy cracking the whip or <laughs> <laughs> oh just the, obviously I studied through at the other trial music course at the conservatory yeah. in Glasgow so um, I think the guys were were just kind of um, as, soon as, as soon as we got confirmation that we were doing this concert that they kind of gave me a shout to, to kind of sort out um, some guys for the backing band, which was which uh, was great great to do. And I guess um, I was saying to to McConnell earlier, I, I, I'm not actually that much used to the concert because Callum Edwards is playing drum kit, so um, like, but it's been it's been really fun actually because I'm in um, I'm kind of in the middle of the two sort of mm. uh, sort of like from the pipe the backing band because yeah, sure. you're hearing them um, like I, I'm hearing the, all this all the stuff that we've played in medleys and that in the last few years, but also looking at it a totally different way because I'm backing it with other guys so it's, it's been a lot of fun kind of being in the middle of that and helping coordinate it so just seeing it from a totally different view yeah it's yeah, been yeah, a really excellent. cool experience for myself and, and hopefully it'll come across well tonight with how it all blends together with the backing band and the, and the, and the five guys so fantastic and just one final question which is a bit of a big rap show staple for our listeners okay. what is your favourite cheese? favourite cheese Probably just cheddar. Quite boring. I'll go for that. That's all right. Well, everyone loves a bit of cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Craig, thanks very much, mate, and uh, all the best for tonight in the concert. Thanks very much. Cheers. Okay, we're now sitting here with uh, leading drummer for Fife Police Pipe Band, Mick O'Neill. Mick, how's it going today? Yeah, very good. Just uh, finishing off our sound check, so and then uh, we'll get a little bit of rest before we look forward to the concert tonight. Everything going quite well. Quite happy yeah, with. Yeah, quite happy with everything. So um, should be a good show. We've worked very hard over the last few months putting it together. So uh, we're looking forward to putting it out there now. And how's it been trying to sort of wedge in concert preparation as well as the usual preparation uh, for the season? Well, we are playing one of our competition medleys and one of our matches based in Rio. So there has been and uh, bits and bobs some of the tunes from some of the other medleys, but uh, it is mostly um, new sets that were. Uh, that we're playing and some actually some old concert material because uh, well it's the first time the band's done a major concert it's our 10th anniversary obviously as everybody knows hence the name of the concert um, so we're bringing back some of our old sort of finishing tunes from medleys finishing sets from medleys which is quite nice as well because we've not played them for quite a few years um, but yeah we're getting enough time on our competition stuff as well and how are you making this concert sort of different from your usual sort of pipe band concerts is, or is there anything different you're doing yeah, sure there is. We've got uh, a number of talented young people in the band, so there's going to be some people singing, um, who are pipers and drummers in the band who are singing, playing guitar. Oh, fantastic. Um, and uh, we've also got um, a tribute to one of our uh, former members who we sadly lost um, some time ago. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's going to be... I'm sure it'll be the same kind of things as other concerts but there'll be one or two little things that are different hopefully as well that people enjoy Ah, excellent good 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 and have you been pushing the guys in the core a bit harder this year than you normally been have you been Brian was saying he's been the, the grumpy one in the band <laughs> this year have you been any grumpy or anything like uh, that, no or? I don't think I've been grumpy I think it's been um, pretty full on because we, as I said earlier we've not really done uh, anything like this before we have we have been uh, the guest band at Celtic Connections some time ago um, but I would say this is definitely much more of a, an undertaking than that was um, So, but it's just been a case of getting everybody to work together and um, get the concert preparation done so that we can come and enjoy it today Excellent, perfect and the uh, the last couple of seasons have been 
very, very good for the band, you know, in terms of results. Um, are you hoping that this extra preparation is going to push you forward f- further up the results, or are you just kind of taking it as it comes and just? Well, that that that's always the hope. You're always hoping to do a little bit better, um, but we're we're fully aware of how competitive the grade is right now and um, how excellent the other bands are. So um, no one's taking anything for granted uh, in this band, and we know that. For anything that we're going to get, we're going to have to go out and earn it. So um, it's just a case of get the head down, work hard, and hopefully this has helped us to be in a slightly stronger position than we were last year. That's the hope. Okay, perfect. Well, one more question, Mick, if that's all right, and this is a bit of a big grab staple uh, for the listeners. What is your favourite cheese? What is my favourite cheese? What is your favourite cheese? Red Leicester. Red Leicester. Excellent. Nice one. Well, thanks very much, Mick, and uh, all the best for tonight. Thank you. Yes, here we are, the morning after the night before of the Fife Police concert. Um, I'd love to say I've woken up with a hangover as the band did invite me out to join them for a few beers afterwards. Uh, But the concert did run quite late um, and I did need to get back down the road. So I had my sensible head on, sadly. But I hope to join the guys for for a few beers um, another time. Um, So I've got the programme in front of me. I'm not going to run through it list by list um, because... would be here forever and that's also quite boring um so the band opened up with uh, the fiddler's rally set which was excellent great start lots of lots of life lots of gusto back in band there giving giving the set a nice lift and they launched straight into um a set of jigs uh, without without really taking time to draw breath it was a quick stop audience didn't even get time to applause and they launched straight into the jig set so it was a good excellent start to the concert full of energy um we then heard uh, an msr and a medley set uh, and the guys did say to me that they were keeping um as part of the concert repertoire one of the competition msrs and one of the competition medleys because uh, you know not only did they have the concert to prepare for they've also got the upcoming season they need to think about so it makes sense to include uh, even though a lot of concerts recently have been stepping away from including MSRs and full medleys. You can understand why Fife have kept that in their set, and uh, nothing, nothing to take away from it. As both, both were very, very good, very well executed. Um, we then had a song from Cameron Barnes, and even though we had a PA, he certainly did not need the PA to belt out this old folk tune called Hard Times, and you could have heard a pin drop. It was phenomenal, so well done, Cameron. Um, We then had a a drum fanfare and a real set in tribute to um, Stevie Sim, uh, a a band member who the the band sadly lost a few years ago, uh, all of a sudden, quite tragically. Uh, They've done a lot of fundraising recently over the years uh, because of what happened to Stevie. Um, And even though you didn't know him, once you heard the story... And you really did feel the emotion coming from everybody, uh, from the drummers with their with the tenors opening their drum fanfare uh, to some contemporary music. 
um, and they're flourishing and then being joined on the stage by the side core after. It was really with the usual flair that comes with a grade one pipe band, drum cores, drum fanfare, lots of dynamics, lots of backsticking, lots of flinging sticks about and things. As a piper, I don't know a great deal about drumming, but it held my attention, which can only be a good thing. Um, and then the first half was finished off uh, with a few sets by the Bucksburn and District Novice Juvenile Pipe Band, uh, and they they did excellent. It was it was so good to see these kids playing so well. They let us hear their map set, a set of four fours, and then a wee drum and fanfare, uh, and they finished off the first half with a great tune, Cullen Bay. So well done to those kids. I'm sure they'll have a great a great career in pipe band, uh, piping and drumming. Uh, the Bucksburn and District Grade 2 band then kicked off the second half. Um, they treated us to MSRs, hornpipes, some 6.8s and a medley, all sort of fairly standard concert fare um, and to, to a good Grade 2 standard. Um, and I think a lot of people are tipping Bucksburn and District to do quite well in uh, Grade 2 uh, this coming season. Um, one of the highlights, I think, of the night of a whole was their rendition of uh, the Gordon Duncan uh, famous tune, The Sleeping Tune. They started off with an orchestral setting, and then the band joined in, and then we had a good couple of upbeat tunes at the end, which led into Fife Police coming in and finishing off the concert. And, yeah, with, we, we were treated to six eights, um, uh, sets of reels and jigs and things like that. Uh, again, with Fife's usual dynamics and innovation and harmonies and again you just couldn't really fault any of it um we did have a bit of a one of the tunes uh, one of their sets was called in the air and it just says in the program in the air tonight so we didn't really know what to make of it it turns out it's a setting of that um, phil collins tune in the air tonight and it was very nice and I decided at this point while they were playing it, I was like, well, I won't live stream this. I will just, um, I'll just do, do some postings and things like that and just catch up on the social media with their app page and see what's happening. And as I looked up, there was somebody in a gorilla costume on stage throwing chocolate from a Cadbury's bag into the audience. So by the time I actually picked up my phone again to get onto the live stream. The the, the the gorilla had actually started playing the bass drum again, uh, with again with gusto, uh, flinging themselves around and and just gaining a laldy. <laughs> so that was a nice a nice dynamic to a comedy dynamic to to that set and a, and a good setting for that tune. I've never heard that done before. Um, we then had uh, some solo spots by some of the pipers by. Uh, uh, couple pipers Sharon Kelly and Christy Kelly both very accomplished uh, in their piping careers did, did a duet set which was very nice uh, they then had young pipers Ewan Cameron and Cameron Barnes just just fingers of fire really uh, very very impressive stuff and then pipe major Douglas Murray himself finished off the set um, the other pipers walked off while he was playing so whether that was a uh, uh, we're having none of this, or oh, we can't. We've heard him play this a hundred times. We can't be bothered hanging around. Either way, it was a nice little comedy touch. Uh, there was a, there was a song, "Wild Mountain Time," by Brianne Harley, one of the tenor drummers, and what a beautiful voice this girl has! And it was just a really, really nice break, a nice chill out 
um, before the band finished with a gravel walk set and Mojo's jig and that bridge if you've ever if you've ever heard the Mojo's jig in uh, Fife's medley it's just it's just a great piece of arrangement um, from Dougie and the guys and then every single piper that played that night in both bands then came on stage for a rendition of the Cock of the North which in a in a in a concert hall full of Aberdonians, just it just raised the roof. I think that I had they got the biggest cheer and the biggest applause of the night. So there you go. There was my very very quick very brief rundown of the concert, and um, I could have gone into a lot more detail, but that would have been just really boring for everybody. And to all you folk listening to this podcast, uh, but if you ever get the chance to see Fife Police Pipe Band in concert again, I would urge you to go. Um, they're certainly following the trend of pipe band concerts that's being set at the moment where it's not just hearing a band going through uh, all their road sets and all their competition sets, No, but they've clearly been putting a lot of time and a lot of effort into uh, not only making this appealing to your usual pipe banders and your traditionalists, but to your your, 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 your average Joe who possibly doesn't know what uh, a pipe band concert is supposed to be um, or what, what pipe bands are supposed to sound like and they just did a great job making it very contemporary and very appealing to, to everybody. So well done to Fife Police and to Bucksburn. And I just want to say thanks very much again for being so accommodating and letting uh, the Big Rab Show team just be just a big fly on the wall and just kind of follow them around, take photos, do interviews, pretty much gave us free reign to do as much as we wanted. So, yep, uh, I hope to work with the guys again. Uh, I've fairly enjoyed my first outing as a roving reporter for the Big Rab Show and I look forward to uh, helping out in the future. So... Thanks very much for listening, and uh, I'll hand it back to you, Rab. Thank you very much, Stephen. What about that? Hey, a roving reporter. Stephen, thank you so much for all of your hard work, my friend. You were incredibly busy. All day, I would say. (laughs) Because he was there during dress rehearsals as well as right the way through to the actual performance itself. Even when the performance was finished, he was still there, working away, talking away to people, snapping selfies. It was, yeah, incredible work, Stephen. Thank you so much. And to everyone there at Fife Police Pipe Band and to Bucks Burnham District, you guys were awesome. I have to thank you so much for having us involved, uh, all of us in the Big Rab Show team, having us be involved in your show. It was just incredible. Uh, because, as Stephen said there, we were just given free reign to film and do as much as we liked. We could record the whole thing if we wanted to. But, yeah, we chose not to. Because we thought, you know, why record the whole thing when essentially this is a ticketed show? So if you wanted to see the whole show, you needed to buy a ticket. So for everyone who's been messaging the show this past weekend... Uh, since everything that we've been posting online on our Facebook page from the event, uh, you are very welcome. Everyone seemed to be ecstatic with the amount of coverage and everything and everything that we've been producing. I have to give a shout out again to Stephen, who done an incredible job. Thank you so much, Stephen. You are a legend, my friend. So, yes, us on the Rab Show team, we will continue working. As I say, we are in the middle of concert season. The next one that is around the corner for us is in Vararian District as they come here to Balamina. But before then, we have the Ulster Solos, which is this weekend. And we do hope to bring you as much coverage from the Ulster Solos as we possibly can to our social media page. So thank you so much to everyone there at Fife Police. Thank you for all your amazing interviews and uh, telling us all what your favourite cheese is. Uh, (laughs) It was an incredible weekend. We wish you both.
both the very best of luck to Bucksburn and to Fife Police. We think 2018 will be an incredible year for you both. We wish you the very best of luck. So, that's it. That's what happened in Aberdeen. Thanks to Stephen. Thanks to all of you for tuning in and watching. Because we had literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of views to a lot of the videos and things that we managed to post. So, thank you so much to everyone. Right. Time for me to head on. We've kept you long enough this week. It's been a pretty long podcast, actually. Grant, next week we will be talking all about the Ulster Solos, plus a pretty special topic of the week. <laughs> if you do want to get in contact with us, you can. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. That email again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Dot com. Please do get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you have a suggestion for topic of the week, or even if you have a particular shout out to say good luck to whoever, or good luck to them boys, and yeah, have a good run, all that sort of stuff. For your dedications and shout outs and all that, please do email us in. Right. Good luck, everyone, at the Ulster Solos this weekend. We do hope to see you there. If you manage to see any of us on the Rab Show team, please do. Tap us on the shoulder, snap a wee selfie with us. <laughs> we'll happily share it out there on social media. In the meantime, definitely keep in touch on our Facebook page and indeed our Twitter. And uh, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the Big Rab Show podcast. We are available on iTunes and Podbean. All you have to do is click on that wee subscribe button and then you will never miss an episode. So each and every week as we upload a new one, you'll get a notification. Ding! To say Rab's pulled the finger out and managed to upload another one. So there you go. <laughs> Good luck everyone at the Ulsters. We will see you there in Lisburn this weekend. And until next week, guys, I shall see you all again. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible world championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>